In this latest chapter of The Talent Focus, we look at a couple of interviews trailing Unleash America, and we look at workaholics and presenteeism. Yes, this is the latest chapter in UnleashCast. Our talent recruitment lead, senior journalist Ali Navrat. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, John. I'm very happy it's Friday. It's been a long five-day week after so many four-day weeks. It has. It has, yeah. And... Our heads are only in the space of Vegas, uh, but we are going to start by talking about, how's that for a segue, a story that isn't quite about Vegas, but um, I would imagine the content of it is something that sessions at the event are going to cover, but we'll come on to that later. But the first piece we're talking about is a piece about Kevin O'Leary. Who's Kevin O'Leary? So I believe he is a kind of veteran investor, entrepreneur. He has a CNBC podcast. His LinkedIn is quite eclectic in terms of his job titles. Yeah, um, he comes from, I had to sort of double check the name of his company because it's called O'Shares ETFs. But he's very hot on the idea of not overworking, which I think, well, several things I think about this. First of all, I think it's remarkable that coming from an industry, and you make this point in the piece, uh, where certainly in finance, there's a lot of overworking. People are always on the clock. People are always working long hours um, or, or certainly in areas of it, such as um, shares, stocks, futures, things like that. So it is very, very refreshing to see someone come out and say this and understand the idea of boundaries, understand the idea of a work, a genuine work-life balance. Uh, you know, when it comes from someone in this industry, it really feels like the idea is cutting through, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. That was why when I saw it, I was like, yeah, Got to, got, to, got to get a piece out about this. We also have written quite a lot in the past about kind of setting boundaries and trying to make sure you take lunch breaks and make sure you take actually take a lunch break, you know, step away from your desk, step away from your screen. I think that's really important. I'm really bad at that. I usually go from one screen to another at lunch, <laughs> but trying to do like, especially now the weather's getting a bit better, trying to go for a walk or just even just go stand outside. <laughs> what I thought was really interesting about what Kevin O'Leary said, it wasn't just take a break, it was have hobbies. And what it made me think of, which is a little bit of a throwback, but I remember, you know, you know, when you're like applying for university, you're doing your A-levels, they talk a lot about more in the US you know, that you see in US films, a lot about how important it is to have these extracurricular activities and kind of have a broad, right, your grades are not enough to get you into university. So it's really interesting that we kind of seem to lose that when you enter the workplace, it becomes having hobbies is not necessarily seen as kind of like valuable. But what Kevin O'Leary says is, but when you're doing a hobby, maybe that's when you're creative, maybe that's when you're thinking of fresh things to do, fresh things to kind of fresh new product ideas or for us you know article ideas or and I definitely find that when I do a workout or go for a walk it is the time my brain starts ticking about oh I saw this in the news that would actually be really interesting to write about whereas if all you're doing is like laser focused on emails 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 you're not finding the space to do that yeah I agree I completely agree I think um there is a lot to be said for, and this isn't the reason that people take breaks is to then think about more work stuff while you're taking breaks, but it is a kind of a nice happy accident often that um, you've changed your environment. You're taking a break from your screen and doing all these important things that can then re-energize you for better work essentially is why it's a good, is one reason why it's a good thing. You can happen upon ideas. Your brain 
you know, in different pathways are kind of connected. So that's that's a really good side effect and another reason why it's important. Some uh, quite compelling stats here. Working more than 55 hours a week gives you a 35% higher chance of having a stroke and uh, a 17% higher chance of getting heart disease than if you work 40 hours. So, you know, in the short term, you can understand why people kind of work all hours uh, God sends. Choose your deity, but um, it isn't a good thing. Yeah, I think, and especially, you know, burnout and stress has been particularly high in COVID. I think people are struggling to switch off a lot more. Now our home and our work lives are kind of blurring. I definitely, you know, have had this problem. You'll quite easily check your emails in the evening or check your Teams messages in the evening. When I worked in an office five days a week, I never did that because work was in the office. I didn't even have my emails on my phone because I didn't need to. They were just my laptop, my work computer was in the office. So it was a very strict boundary. And I think this is this is why the taking the breaks is so important, because at the end of the day, burnout is not good for employees. It's not good for business. If you've got people who are burnt out, they're having to take lots of sick leave. They might even resign. You know, we're seeing burnout as a major cause of the great resignation. You know, you need to look after your people, not because it's the right thing to do, but also at the end of the day is the right thing for your business. Good for business outcomes at the end of the day. Agreed. Agreed on all points. Uh, we will move on to. The first of two pieces focused around Unleash America speakers, Barry Waymiller. Uh, mm. Barry Waymiller, the um, manufacturing technology company, you spoke to Rhonda Spencer, their CPO, recently. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about that piece. It's quite an interesting company, Barry Waymiller, because it's not a manufacturing company. It's like a manufacturer. They manufacture the tech that makes stuff, the machines that make stuff, which is really interesting. It's like she kind of described it as like. They manufacture, I, could, I couldn't figure out a way to phrase this that was succinct in the piece, but like toilet roll into the rolls. <laughs> so make it from paper into a toilet roll and kind of put the shampoo in the bottle and then put the lid on, all that kind of stuff. It's really important. Um, Rhonda was amazing. She was great. I'm really looking forward to seeing her speak at Vegas. I think she's going to be really exciting. She was just very clear about a certain things, which is particularly around this thing they call people performance in harmony. And she's going to be talking about that more on Unleash America. I think she has a whole session on it, actually. Um, And it's basically that people are more productive when they're allowed to be themselves at work, literally what we're just talking about, when they're allowed to take breaks, when they have a good experience at work, they work harder. So you shouldn't be pushing for productivity over looking after your people. Actually, the two things go hand in hand. And this plays into something that Rhonda also says, which I haven't heard a lot of people say but I think should be said more is that all this stuff that's happening with a great resignation where people are hiking wages, they're paying people, you know, 50% more, sometimes even doubling their wages to keep them and to attract employees. It's not sustainable. You're going to get to a year, two years, three years from now and go, Oh, I'm paying that person too much. So what they're doing at Barry Waymiller is trying to take a much more long-term view, which is obviously could create some short-term hiring challenges, but for the long-term kind of looking at this career development, looking at giving people jobs that are sustainable, jobs that are still going to be there in five years, because she said very clearly they will not be laying anyone off who they hire in the Great Resignation. And I think that is going to be an interesting new trend in two years where we'll be see the great, you know, I mean, great redundancy or something, just because it's unsustainable, all this wage hike. It's just you can't keep paying people double what you pay them now. It's a very good point. She seems she seems pretty amazing. It's a really good interview. And, you know, it's, it's great to hear someone in the manufacturing sector talk about 
the the the, the kind of people first attitude and, and and the attitude to safety both kind of mm-hmm. physical and psychological uh i really like the idea of champion cards uh mm. that, that was that's a really cool idea you know um champion cards basically getting people let me see if i've understood this correctly where you write down something about your co-worker and you kind of present it to them yeah i think like. so they do it in person and they do it virtually so i think at barry Wimbledon they are very like back into the office at least some of the time and how important that in-person connection is but they're also making sure those who are at home can still get this champion card, this recognition, which I think is really important because we've also written a lot, haven't we, about the proximity bias and people in the office versus not being in the office and those at home kind of missing out. So I think it's important that they clearly thought this through and they're like, everyone can be championed through a champion card, not just those who you see every single day. Maybe we should start doing it unleashed on, add it to the list of recognition. <laughs> That's a cool idea. I'm, I'm going to take that one on board. Everything after Vegas though. I'm, I'm deferring <laughs> everything that isn't Vegas related to after Vegas. But um, yeah, just to finish on that, I listened to a podcast called The Happiness Lab uh, with a woman called Dr. Laurie Santos. She's a psychology professor from Yale and she talks a lot about the idea of remuneration being important, but not as important as you think. And I understand why companies are doing it to get the right people through the door and to solve the great resignation and all that kind of thing. But her main point is that money makes you happy, but it doesn't make you as happy as you think for as long as you think. And the things that make you really happy, and this can be translated into the work context, is experience and doing things for other people. Those are also the things that make you happy. So yeah, interesting. And and I hope what Rhonda says doesn't come to pass, but it's certainly something to keep an eye on. Mm, Definitely. So our final piece is uh, about Fannie Mae, the financial services company interesting it's about esg uh we're covering that again which is good i think really good because you did a piece with uh talking to zurich about their sustainability initiatives now we've got fannie mae another company in the similar space talking about esg so when you've got big financial services companies uh really getting on board with the environment social governance goals etc uh this is another thing another way that it feels like these issues are really really becoming very mainstream and that's great yeah definitely i think one of the most interesting things that carrie Thiessen at funny may told me was about how because it's kind of it's, it's a bit of a weird organization funny may because it's the federal mortgage association so it's kind of a more of a government conservatorship style organization but she was saying they're quite they're not just committed to driving esgs and be socially responsible particularly around diversity and inclusion in their own workplace but kind of in the sector as a whole and i thought that was really interesting and they have this program called the future housing leaders program which is kind of connecting college students university students with either paid internships or entry-level jobs within the industry because it can be quite a hard industry to get into it can be quite you know based on who you know that's definitely the some of the traditional way of getting into banking and mortgage and also insurance, that kind of thing. But I think also what she said, just going back to the Great Resignation, but I don't think we ever stop talking about the Great Resignation, do we, John? Is that she's very clear. When I asked her the question about, you know, do you think this commitment you have to diversity, inclusion, socially responsibility, social responsibility, environmental responsibility is helping you win the war for talent? She was like, maybe, but we don't do it for that reason. We do it because it's the right thing to do. We've been doing this for years. This is not a reaction to this particular kind of trend. That's, I mean, it's. 
I was going to say a bump in the road. It's been happening for almost a year. It's not a bump in the road, but a kind of largely short-term crisis, for want of a better word. But I think she's, but she's quite clear. She kind of said, you know, it's, it's not good enough to just have these benefits, but you need to kind of genuinely commit and put your money where your mouth is and actually make sure you're continually investing and upgrading your benefits and making sure that as the times change and as employee preferences change, especially with Gen Z coming into the into the workforce more and more, kind of make sure that you're actually having that impact and you're actually being socially responsible in a way that's genuine, not just doing it, not just kind of a tick box. Oh, look, we have we have some free water in the office. It's not in a plastic bottle like it's not good enough. It needs to go further than that. And I thought that was really interesting about what Carrie said. Yeah, another great piece. Looking forward to hearing Carrie as well at the event. Two great speakers from Unleash America coming soon. That was it for the Talent Focus uh, this time. We'll see you post Vegas.